y'all. Welcome to Colored Couch Conversations, a podcast where I have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch, and probably um, it will involve wine. (laughs) Uh, Right now we're on quarantine. I don't know if y'all know, I don't know if y'all are living in the world right now, but we are on quarantine. So this is a virtual couch that we're experiencing right now, but it's all good. I have my guest right here on Zoom. Today we will be discussing inspiring um, legends in the Latin community, art in all forms, (laughs) and giving advice to someone struggling with jealousy. I'm your host, Jasmine W., and I have a very special guest today. She is all over the LA comedy circuit. Her twist on mainstream Latina humor and outright funny stories will leave you laughing and cringing. This curvy queen, I know y'all wanna look her up, from New Mexico will put on a show you cannot take your eyes off of. And that means she fine. I don't know if y'all know, but that means she is fine. This is my friend and fellow comedian, Ashley Baca. Jasmine, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on this virtual couch. Oh, yeah, girl. I'm, I'm really excited to have you on because we really laugh a lot in person, you know? Okay, so this is going to be a strange question. I'm asking you this question because um, one of my girlfriends gave me feedback on the fact that I named my show Colored Couch Conversations. So how do you feel about the word colored? I am not offended by it at all, but I guess I could see where some stigmas could come from using the word. But yeah. I, I just... I like it. I thought it was like kind of vibrant, like, you know, it's colored couch and you're going to have women of all kinds of different ethnicities. And I thought that was great. Well, you know, for like the black community, the word colored has like this huge history behind it. But I I am all about taking words and reusing them. I say the N word uh, because that's my thing. You know, (laughs) like I grew up saying it and I want to do the same with colored. So you're okay with me calling you. Oh, like she's a colored girl. Like she's a woman of color. Are you okay with colored girl or is that too much? No, I'm not offended by anything really. Like it have to be real, like it would have to be from someone who is trying to be offensive, I guess, is when I'm offended. You know? Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm cool with like going with the flow and Yeah. Things out. Unless it's really like eh, you know, you know what I mean. What's something that you've been called as a Latina woman that has offended you? You know, I honestly haven't been called a lot of things. What I would say has just happened to me is that when I did travel, I would notice being fo- followed at stores or malls. Mm, yeah. Like, you know, it was just, you could tell that they thought I was going to steal, you know? Right, right. Uh, I've definitely but been there. As far as derogatory words, I personally, like, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I haven't been called any, and I don't think there's a ton. I'm sure I have behind my back, but just not to my face. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's good. The whole following you around the mall thing, like, isn't that kind of ridiculous? I mean, you guys can't see Ashley, but look at you. Like, why would you feel the need to steal anything? Well, I mean, that's that's what I thought. And, like, coming from New Mexico, there's so many Hispanic people that's actually the majority so like you no one would ever you know what I mean right and I would go to like Florida or Seattle and then all of a sudden I'd be like okay guys I'm here (laughs) (laughs) right you know thank you for the reminder I would say it's probably now that I'm older less I would say racism has gone down in that area for sure yeah but I remember like 10 years ago being like what the fuck okay I feel you 
Okay, well, we have, um, we always start the show with a quote of the day. And the quote is, you chose it, so you know this quote. (laughs) It is through art that we will prevail and we will endure. It lives on after us and and defines us as people by Rita Moreno. I had to Google her, I didn't know who she was, but she's, uh, I've put down a Puerto Rican princess, (laughs) actress, singer, dancer, who covered Time Magazine in 1961, and she has an EGOT. An Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony, yes. But I'd love to hear about like what she means to you and why you chose that quote. Well, the quote itself was just that sometimes it's hard to know what life is worth or like what we're here to leave, like what kind of legacy. And the reason that I'm so obsessed with creating is because I do want people to remember me, you know, and I do mm. want to do something that's going to make people inspired. And Rita did that for me because she didn't come from the most comfortable situation. Her, she had a single mom. She, her mom moved to New York when she was young and she could have mm. just decided to not follow her dreams. Cause that would have been easier. You know what I mean? And yeah. she did everything she could. She wasn't the norm and she didn't have a position where her parents were supporting her or whatever. And I just, for me, it was just sometimes following your dreams seems ridiculous, you know? And yeah. I like her because she makes me realize that like no matter where you come from or what you do, you can just keep going and there is going to be someone who wants to see your art at some point, you know? Yeah. I've had this quote for a couple of weeks from you, but it, it means a lot more to me now. It's because, you know, our art will live on and it will prevail and endure, especially during times when we're not leaving the house. It's like, that's all we have to reference is your art, you know? So it's not like we've all disappeared right now, but it kind of feels like we're all- It really does. And I've had a little bit of a harder time creating in this time than I thought I would. Because at first I was like, oh, I'm free. I'm going to write every day. I'm going to yep. do this every day. And then now I'm like, oh, seeing everybody every day kind of made my brain work. Yes. Girl, same. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. Because I no. feel like we've still been putting out good content and I've just been like, I don't, I don't even know what to say sometimes right now. It's a struggle. It's a struggle to make a video because like, what am I even talking about? Yeah, that's how it feels. It really does feel like that. So, I mean, you know. Okay, so, you know, one thing I really want people to hear is where are your parents from? From Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay, cool. And where are your grandparents from? We, I, how many times are we going to have to go back? So, okay, we're going to go back for a while because <laughs> their, their parents are from, well, my grandma is from Colorado, actually. My okay. grandpa is from Santa Fe, New Mexico on my dad's side. And on my mom's side, they're both from New Mexico. We stole their land. But do we steal your grandparents' land or your great-grandparents' land? <laughs> no, my grandparents... Because we're Spanish settlers stole land from Native Americans. Did- not my not my grandparents, like my great 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 great. And if you know who like uh Don there's a conquistador that we're is very famous in New Mexico, like you know, that's who we're all related to and that's who came and pillaged the Native American whatever tribes then and created and stole their women and that's where I come with the Spanish Native American. You know what I mean? Dang. Were they fine? How did they oh they stole their women, like raped them, or were they fine? Yeah, like not no I don't I mean oh, no not in a good way. From the statues, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they were short. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know that. I know I know Spanish men are short. And guess what? I hate to say it. 
y'all still short okay they are i mean i'm five seven which is weird you're tall you're yeah. tall but i i'm not tall in general but tall for taller than average height for a woman probably by an inch yeah which is weird because yeah my, my mom well she's five four but my little sister's five two and my grandma was like five foot so my dad was only five nine. There's no, you know what I mean? I'm five eight. So I feel like, oh yeah, she's tall. We're the same height, you know? Yeah. It made me think because I saw a meme the other day and obviously a black girl created this meme, but it said, it said Latin guys be fine as hell. And then you meet them in person and they're your height. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the truth. Oh, yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not into short guys. I think being five seven is probably even more the reason that it's rare to find a Hispanic guy that's tall. Yes, as far as my roots, in 2012 was 100 years, so it's been 100 and some years that it's been a state, but before that it was a territory, so like my actual roots have been part of the U.S. a long time, but it's just because of where the little cutoff was, you know, yeah. easily been in Mexico, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what, Spain was the old America, like they took over everybody back in the day. So it's nice to know that uh, your ancestors were not that great, you know, like- <laughs> No, they really weren't. <laughs> uh, maybe when you go into the store, they, they, they know something that you don't know. They're like, oh, you know what? She look a little Spanish. <laughs> uh, that's why they think you stealing. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, our next segment that I love is one of my favorites. It's random questions. I have a few random questions for you. And the first one is, have we appropriated any Latin or Spanish art? I want you to educate me. Like this actually started because um, I got into a little argument with a few 10 year olds on TikTok about baby hair. <laughs> I don't want to admit that, but I have to give you the background. Okay, so what did, what did the argument get at? I posted a white girl who had her baby hairs gelled down and I said, can we have anything? Like, what do we get to have? It's a joke yeah. also, but you know, y'all borrow everything from our culture, you know? So, and then white girls were like, baby hair is not a culture. Baby hair, you can't still actually, baby hair isn't, but the laying and the design that we do with baby hair is a culture. And then Latina girls were also like, we've been doing baby hair, we created baby hair. And I said, girls, y'all are my girls, but y'all did not create baby hair. But there was a movement in the 60s or the 70s where Latina girls would lay their baby hair to prove that they were Latina and proud and not like whitewashed, right? But the laying of baby hair started in 1920 with Josephine Baker. That was a whole 40 years before y'all, okay? Kind of funny because I would never bring up baby hair like for Latina because I know. I'm like, nope, that's a black girl's thing. Anybody can do it. It was just about... I just, I'm the, I just say, you know, respect people's culture. If I know that I'm not going to put chocolate in tamales and say, girl, I invented this. <laughs> no, you didn't. They've been around. You know what I mean? Like, just say... Black girls inspired me. I love the way y'all do it, so I did it. And everybody will be like, that's cool. Like, that's cool that you even said that, you know? There are people in the who borrow from the culture and then be like, I don't know where I got this. I made it up. Or my makeup artist did this. No, girl, it's black girls. Just say that they inspired you, you know? So it's the same with Latina girls. I'm like, and I told the girls in my comments, I'm like, you guys inspired the way that women in California dress, the flannels, the tight around your waist. Like that comes from gang culture and Latina culture. We know that, you know? So I'm just gonna give props to you. 
So this is the opportunity for you to tell. It, it doesn't have to be something I don't know, but I'd love to hear something that is Latina culture that you are like, that we appropriate it, maybe besides tacos. Well, <laughs> tacos <laughs> What I was going to say was Gwen Stefani tried to appropriate the Chola look in the 90s. And then it turned into this white punk girl look. But obviously her whole look, and she grew up in Southern California, so you know she stole it That's from facts. those Cholas. So that That's was facts. something that I was going to bring up. And, you know, hoop earrings also, like, fine, but you know that that is the Latino look. You know what I mean? That's facts. Gwen Stefani stole y'all's whole swag. The whole thing. So, I mean, whatever. But that is something. <sighs> she, and she didn't give any credit. She didn't give None. any credit to anyone. Yeah. That, Gwen Stefani, you grew up in SoCal, but that doesn't mean that you grew up next to, and even if you did, just to be like, oh, Latina gang culture is why I sag my pants. Oh, uh, you're right. That's all she had to say was like, oh, Latina girls in my neighborhood, this is how they would dress. This is what I grew up around. Yeah. No, she didn't. She was a girl with the nice part of Orange County is what I <laughs> Orange County, girl. And they racist. Uh, <laughs> okay. Another thing that I recently saw on TikTok was um, a, a Latina girl talking about the uh, fetishization. I don't even know if that's a word of Latin women. Um, so have you ever felt like a guy was dating you just because you were Latina or because how you look like your skin, your hair, your body? <laughs> I would say that, you know, since I've been in LA, I've dated a couple white guys that definitely their fetish was just hot Spanish ass. Like that's what they watch on porn or something. And like hot Spanish ass. I don't know. Like I don't <laughs> hot Spanish ass girl. They said that. Anyway, um, <laughs> you are hot, girl. You got a hot Spanish ass, girl. It's hot. It's spicy. <laughs> but I've definitely had it where, like, I knew they were, like, never going to wanted me to meet their mom or never, right. you know, not that I would have was getting to that, but right. and the sex was very, like, oh, this is all I've ever wanted or, like, I've never been with someone so curvy or, like, blah, 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 you know, and it's just, like, all right. When it gets to that point, you're, like, no, I'm not into this because you yeah. don't don't give a fuck about me you know what I right. mean right did you ever like talk back to them like oh I've never been with somebody so pale pink <laughs> <laughs> more like wow white guys really are tiny cool you know what <laughs> are they I say no no okay <laughs> I had a good little mix and I just <laughs> <laughs> said no but it you know it's nice to talk shit Okay. What's the last thing that you did that you would say it was Spanish as F or a new Mexican AF, like as fuck? Like what is like, you know, something that your grandmama did and you're like, I can't even believe I just did that. That is so. I don't even know how to exactly answer this, but when I was back home with my sister, we literally made tortillas from scratch. Oh yeah, that's cute. Because most of the time, I mean, even there you buy the tortillas from the store, you know what I mean? And they came out really good. So that was... Well, at least they came out good. That was going to be my next question. But I'm also like, yeah, they came out really good. I mean, we followed... My grandma did give me her recipe, you know? Mm-hmm. So we followed it and it was simple. And it's like three ingredients. And it's like, why do we buy these? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, hard. it's like three ingredients. And they don't come out like pretty, like round. Yeah. You do it yourself. Yeah. So I was just like, maybe I should do this more often. I haven't since then. <laughs> do they taste better? Yeah, way better. Yeah. Way better. 
they're just fresh you know yeah yeah i've never had them i've never had uh tortillas homemade you got to no the other thing in new mexico is there used to be this lady who would make tortillas and you could go pick them up fresh and so that Mm -hmm. was like what we had done and then we're like doing it ourselves and we're like wow but i'm trying to think what else oh before my sister moved to australia her and i went to this mexican restaurant deep in the valley and we ordered ceviche aguas chiles and micheladas and then we danced to mexican music with everybody there and i was like <laughs> she was like i don't even feel like we're in la anymore and i'm like we're not girl i drove y'all, five miles out here <laughs> y'all were like hispanic aunties <laughs> we were. that's what aunties do yes <laughs> you get wasted and then you dance there all night yes yes that's exactly what happened. And you find a man to dance with too. No, we didn't do that. We weren't yeah. trying to we weren't trying to get stuck in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> we were just visiting. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Two more questions. These are fun. What has being quarantined taught you? Uh, that I wasted money like and I don't care. I don't care. I miss wasting money. On what, girl? I don't, six dollars on a latte i don't yes. know yes they'd be good though yes sushi yeah. anything a 20 dollars salad that now i'm making for 90 cents you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> 90 cents just about right a dollar 50. what do you put in your salad for 90 cents what's your base a little bit more because i'm doing like grilled chicken, avocado, tomatoes. But you know, you go out and buy that. Even if you go to like somewhere fast at Sweet Greens, it's like 17 bucks. Oh yeah, that's uh, avocado. Oh, that's $30. Yeah. <laughs> but you do that at home. Okay, obviously with avocado, it's $1.90. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do though? I'm, I have saved like a lot of money, me and my husband, but you know what? I buy salads and stuff without avocado. And then I take them home and add my own avocado to them. So you've been saving money for a long time. Girl, I'm cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last random question. Um, What would you say, in your opinion, is the worst fruit? And I'm asking because papaya was trending on Twitter as the worst like a week ago. Well, papaya, though, if you put a little lime and chili and salt, it's good. Well, that's y'all shit, but... Okay. Oh, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had a... I would argue if you got to do all that to a papaya, though, it ain't that good. <laughs> okay, it's boring. I didn't yeah. like The first time I ever had it, I didn't like it. Mm. And then I went to, I don't know, some market and they had it like that, all dressed up. And I was like, oh, this is good. So I guess I'll give you that. But um, I had a starfish one time and that was disgusting. A starfish? A star fruit. Why did I say a starfish? A star fruit. So it's shaped like a star and it just was like mushy. I I think I had that in Thailand. I don't remember it. See? Yeah, I don't remember it at all. For me, you know what? People love this fruit. It's banana. It's not, they're not good to me. So for me, banana itself i'm never gonna just be eating a banana but <laughs> love adding it to stuff or making stuff out of it yeah i love those banana pancakes i always add it to like my oatmeal it has a lot of sugar i think is why people love it yeah i think it's a carb that it's like bread yeah it's like eating it's like eating bread but not even as good because bread is good <laughs> you know i'm i don't like carrots so, but that's not a fruit. Yeah, I understand that though. Like, yeah, that's good because I feel like most people are like, what? 
Carrots are only good raw. You don't like them cooked. You like no. Them. I only like them in cake. Carrot cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, um, I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. When we come back, though, we are going to talk about what's trending. Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. I'm your host, Jasmine W. And on my virtual couch today, I have my very special, beautiful guest, Ashley Baca. She's also a comedian like me. Hey, Ashley. How are you? Good. We're back and we're ready to talk about some trending topics. Okay. So actually, you're a comedian, so I know you already were watching this, but SNL did an at home, SNL at home. And I'd love to know, since this episode is really about art, what did you think of the concept? Was it artists being innovative or was it an epic fail in your opinion? Well, I think that SNL did the right thing in this time. Mm -hmm. I think that it was like, all right, we got to use this. You have, you're at home, you're supposed to be the writers. But watching but. the sketches, I'm like, some of my friends have sketches that are better than this that 500 people have viewed. And I felt sad. <laughs> I legit thought the same thing. <laughs> okay, see, that's the, that's the whole thing. It's, it was just like, okay, well, without, and I mean, SNL in general mm-hmm. for years has not, has been failing. Yeah. And even, you know, <laughs> Tom Hanks did the opening monologue and he's like, you win some, you lose some. He's trying to be nice. And it's like, no, about 10% of SNL has been funny for the past couple of years. <laughs> and now you just let them alone. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like, I honestly did like Pete Davidson's music videos. Did How did you, I just thought they were funny. Like they, they were done. It was funny that his mom helped him. I guess it was just like the whole yeah. About that, and I thought his. If you want to get into his whole company, I thought his special was awful. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did like those, but Kate McKinnon, she did like a workout spoof. Girl, and there was I was like, literally, you have everything at your fingertips, and this is the best you could come up with. Yes, girl. Okay, I feel a hundred percent everything you just said. Pete Davidson, I love him. I don't necessarily know that I love his comedy because I did watch his special and stuff. As a person, I think he's probably one of the funniest people in the room, probably one of the funniest people that you will meet when you talk to him. But I think I do think he's working on how to make that translate. The videos to me were not funny. No. Well, okay. I, I kind of liked it. I, I mean, it's cute that his mom helped him. It was just my whole like it was cute, I guess. Yeah. But make maybe the actual, like, you know, a friend, we know comedian friends who could have done a better job. Yes. I guess that definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Pete Davidson, yes, we love him. He is funny. And I think that we also have seen his old stand-up comedy that was amazing. Yeah. And hilarious. And it's, I think his, like, special was just kind of more like, why? We know you have better material than this. You know? Yeah. I, don't, I think Pete Davidson is just kind of, like, sad right now. <laughs> He said that. Yeah, I guess so. Have you seen his interview? I think he does an interview with Charlamagne the God. Have you seen that? Haven't. You should look it up. He's sad. Okay. He hates SNL and he's sad. That's what's that. That's what that's about. But the but the girl that you mentioned, what Kate McKinnon? Yeah. She should have called me on that one, honey, because she could have. I I was just like, no, this is awful, awful. It's not it was. funny. It wasn't. And it was long. I still loved Alec Baldwin as Trump. That was amazing. That looked- yeah. 
shit. I was just like, you don't got to do shit. You just talk and this is funny. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like all of the skits, they have to take the internet method. They should have been under a minute. All of them. They should have been 45 seconds max. No, that was it. Yeah. They they think that way because they don't. Exactly. But it's like, yeah, if you want it to translate, then you better do what is the most popular. Well, that wasn't that was an art fail. That's what we would call that. Mm. And, but they're going to keep doing it, right? I don't know. I don't know if we can handle that every week. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Fallon is doing, you know, late night at home. Like, have you been watching any of that? I haven't been. But you know what? Jimmy Fallon, either way, you're either way, you're going to get Jimmy. Like we, you, we don't pay for your creativity net per se. We do. There's a lot of creativity that I'm sure that goes behind the scenes, but we love Jimmy Fallon. I love him. So how? What I loved about it is he's had his two daughters in like the opening monologue and it's yeah. just so cute. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he's just so wholesome. He can't really do wrong to me. It's like Trevor Noah. Okay. I'm like, oh, Trevor Noah has been hilarious too. Everything he's done. Those guys can just do no wrong. Okay. So the next trending topic uh, is keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, their seasons premiere, they're getting into fist fights now, uh, not because they're getting into fist fights, but I wanted to know if you think that Latin women feel like the Kardashians are appropriating y'all's culture at all. I mean, they've done little things, but I would just say they will take from anyone. It would be more than just like, you know, focusing on Latin women. They literally can do whatever they want and they do whatever they want and they take and take and take, you know? I mean, damn. I mean, what I, what's crazy to me is that like, you literally see like a black woman and you're like, these women literally tried to get their body on. Like, can you know, like Kylie Kardashian, like how weird is that? Yeah, it's a little strange. But you don't feel the way about uh, about being Hispanic too because it's Hispanic women are known for being curvy just, just like black women are, you know? All of that too, yeah. I'm not saying it was just, it was just yeah. that like, I personally have like had friends and I'm like, you literally have Kylie's body and mm-hmm. <laughs> your body like you were born with that and like and I I just think that's crazy but no yeah I think that they definitely have done many things to try to appropriate from Latin culture also whether it's like you know design Mexican you know designs on clothing or Mm -hmm. or that you know they've done that kind of stuff yes and you know the body whatever the baby hairs wherever you want to get it from they've done it all but I just think for them they don't even think about any of that I'm saying like we're all being taken from from them you know what one thing i feel like they they have to think about it that's why they all have like well most of them have like black best friends like you have to know except courtney yeah and they all have black babies and kim like most of her ads she tries to look black yeah yeah like you're armenian (laughs) at the beginning she tried so hard to look white it was like she was white everything was light photoshop yeah dark photoshop and it's just like just be you and we wouldn't like why why are yeah. you in all these directions yeah mm. but i don't think that latina itself i mean yeah obviously some of it but i don't think they i don't think there's enough of like okay like jlo and shakira have finally and you know jlo's been around and selena has been around and they mm-hmm. have bodies and their great bodies but i don't think it was ever prominent enough for the kardashians to be like that's what we're taking from and they already have the butts so what are they going to take now they we know they can't dance you know what i mean uh- <laughs> uh, 
okay you know they can't dance that was a that was a whole read i don't know if y'all know what shade is but ashley just threw it <laughs> listen i'm not saying i'm a great dancer i have plenty of i usually just joke don't tell nobody I, <laughs> no, just... i'm not saying i'm off i'm not bad like when i'm really trying but like most yeah of my, anytime i know someone's recording i'm doing some dumbass. I'm not trying to do anything good. Ashley, I say the same thing. I say in a room full of white people, I am the best dancer in the room. In a room full of black people, I'm sitting my ass down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly, girl. Okay, Um. next trending topic. <laughs> okay, I read an article about grocery store best practices. Like what during like COVID-19 and what you should and should not do at the grocery store, what do you believe you're doing to keep yourself safe? Or do you have it or have you already had it, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I have not had it. Um, grocery store wise, I'm not being as wild. I've seen some of my friends like bring their groceries home and wash them like yeah. in the garage with like, no, I'm not being that crazy. I'm wearing yeah. a mask. I have hand sanitizer in the car. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Where'd you get a mask from? Oh, I don't even have a mask. That's the other thing. I'm wearing a scarf. And you know what's so funny is that I have this scarf of my grandma's. She, you know, she passed away. That was like one thing I kept of hers. Oh. And now I'm like, all right, well, now you're saving my life, grandma, all right? Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want to buy a mask. I, I don't know. I don't blame you. I made one out of a t-shirt. Don't feel bad. Okay. And I just feel like I don't want this to be because everybody's like, this is how it's going to be. And I'm like, I hated that mask trend when it was in. <laughs> Wait, when were masks in, Ashley? <laughs> you know, like when Ariana Grande was trying it. Don't you remember? She was no. Yes, I'll send you the photos. She Please. Yes. Ariana Grande tried masks as a trend. She was wearing them walking around New York City. Okay, maybe she had a maybe she had a weakened immune system or something. <laughs> I can't believe that. Okay, the a Asian people streetwear. It's a big yes. Thing. Okay, yeah. So that that's what she was trying to do. Oh, okay. So she was appropriating a culture. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned your grandma's uh, scarf. Do you have any like of your grandma's or family's ridiculous remedies or for like colds and illnesses that you're using or that maybe you refuse to use? ever sick would yeah. slice onion circular mm -hmm. soak it in vinegar mm -hmm. put it in like one of those like rags like what are they called like cheesecloths okay and then wrap it around my forehead and then put vicks in every crevice of my body <laughs> and then but it would take the fever away it would take it away just like the way tylenol does now hold on hold on hold on Okay, so she would cut up an onion. How much onion? I mean, well, I was little, so you just need two little. Uh, some slices. Yeah. Soak it in vinegar for how long? I don't know. She pro I mean, I don't know exactly, but probably like 30 minutes. Then she would take out the onion and put it in a, like a rag kind of thing and put it on your forehead. Yeah, and then leave that on for like an hour. And you have onion juice just dripping down your face. Just, I mean, it, she would like dry it out and then like put it in there. Yeah, okay. Not like, bad. Smell bad. But if you were sick, you're just like, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then she would take Vicks and put Vicks where? In my, both nostrils. It, like rub it around with her finger in your nose. In them. And everyone's like, it's bad for you. But then I'm like, I'm fine. And she used to do that all the time. Like she had tubs of Vicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, rub it all over here. You know. 
Yes, girl. Okay, so that's actually not the onion and vinegar thing is new, but Vicks in my family was huge too. Like you take it, rub it behind your ears, on your chest, around your nose, just like you said. But we also did it bottom of your feet and put your socks on. And then my parents also say, take a scoop and made us swallow it. Okay, (laughs) you are eating. And it's poisonous, (laughs) but I'm still here, girl. Healthy. (laughs) So what can I say? It preserved us, I don't know. (laughs) I guess, full of just, bowels just full of petroleum, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is too much. Uh, Okay, let's take a break. Let's take a Vicks break because I think we all need the extra protection. Now, maybe that's what I should do to go to the grocery store now. You should. <laughs> You'll be smelling like Vicks and onion. People will be like, what the hell is wrong with her? <laughs> oh I my mean, that's the time to stink, right? I can't do it regular, but in quarantine. That's facts. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations where I, your host Jasmine W, have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch. Today my guest is Ashley Baca and we are in the Keep It Real Corner now, girl, okay? So (laughs) the Keep It Real Corner is where one of our listeners comes to us and has advice that they want us to weigh in on. Okay, are you ready to really give advice? I'm ready. This is going to be a mess. Um, so this uh, this listener wrote in and said, Hi, I am extremely jealous. I've been with my boyfriend for two years. And while I don't let him know it, I have the urge to check his texts, emails, etc. I know it's mainly because of my own securities. I feel like I'm not good enough for my boyfriend and every other girl is better slash prettier than me. I'm terrified of being cheated on because I know how much it would fuck me up. It's one of my biggest fears. Any advice for getting over this? The whole statement just states that she needs to work on herself. (laughs) How to get over this? Um, You're going to have to learn to like yourself girl you need to do some mantras you need to do some meditation and you need to tell yourself that you're beautiful and great because the need to check your boyfriend's phone is the death of you damn like what struck me she said i feel like every girl's better slash prettier than me Oof. oh girl i'm sorry you world thinking that <laughs> oh girl you got low self-esteem you basically just wrote i have low self-esteem like, I don't know, Ashley, have you ever gone through a, a time where you felt like, you know, I need to feel better about myself? And like, what did you do to do that? I've definitely gone through that, you know? I've definitely gone through that. I mean, that whole thing is like, in it of, you know, it's just being a woman, right? Yeah. And I think that I've just realized that like, looks do matter, obviously, but they're not everything. You know, I think that quarantine has been something that's taught me that is like, wow, I actually like myself because I'm okay hanging out with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I didn't, this time would be really hard. That's facts. Yeah. So whenever I have felt kind of insecure or whatever, I've just been like, okay, what do I do like about myself? What do I bring to the table? Because all of us do, no matter who. Yeah. 
I think one thing I've learned too is about like, am I, am I doing like what I can to like feel my best, you know, whether that's like putting on a little lip gloss or a little bit of mascara or like figuring out, okay, what is going to make me feel my best in this situation? Like if you're going on a date or if you're hanging out with your man, girl, if you are in the house and you want to put on something cute, put on something cute so you feel good. Not for him, but for yourself so you feel good, you know? And all of that does come... I've been working out a lot now that I've been in quarantine, and that's definitely... Oh, good for you. Me feel... <laughs> <laughs> you, agree. you don't need the... I, you know, I was on the... I needed to work out. But oh. um, I feel like that is something that even though... I necessarily can't see the results. It's something that makes me feel more energetic and happier. Exactly. And like with her, like if she feels like every girl's better than her, well, do you need to visit your hairstylist? Do you need a makeup, you know, consult? Like those are all things that you can just do yourself. Yeah. You also just can't compare yourself to anyone else. You just have to be like, I'm okay. And like the main thing is, is taking your man out of the equation. Like what, why don't you feel good about yourself? Like, what do you feel like you're lacking as a person? Even if you didn't have a man, if you were single, like, what do you feel like you need to improve on to make yourself just as good as somebody else? What is it? You know, because even if y'all are together and y'all are forever and you get married, that's great. But without him or with him, you need to feel good about yourself, you know? And that's, I mean, I guess if we were just going to narrow it down, she would need to figure out what she's doing on a daily basis that is making her not feel good about herself. And then also, has your man given you him you a reason to walk through his phone? Is it like no reason? Or has he cheated before? Or you've caught him doing something? Or because is he it, someone who has brought her self-esteem down? You know, is he telling her these things? Okay, we need more information. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's basically what this boils down to. Uh, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> so... Yeah, that sucks. But I mean, I guess during the quarantine time, I don't, you know, this was a few weeks ago, but do whatever you can to feel good about yourself during this time, whether it's like finding some yoga that you can do virtually or some uh, breath work online or meditating or writing down. Just journaling can sometimes make you feel better. Just, you know, things that you can do to lift your self-esteem. Definitely. I hope she finds something, girl. Um <laughs> All right. Well, this has been such a good episode, Ashley. I'd love to know, like, what are you working on right now? Like, how are you keeping art alive during your stay at home order? And, you know, where can we find you? Well, I'm on Instagram at Ashley Baca underscore. And I'm on Twitter at Ashley L Baca. What am I working on? I have a script that um, we got represented by a, a literary agent and I we just did some final edits. And so Hopefully, now that everybody's home, people will be reading and we'll be able to sell that. Yes, girl. <laughs> and um, yeah, and um, I did a recording of some stand up for a series called We Own the Laughs this summer, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be on Amazon at the end of this month, the end of April. So, so I mean, you can check out seven minutes of my stand up. So, that'll be awesome on we- Amazon Prime. Okay, so We Own the Laughs at the end of April. It should be on Amazon Prime. 
Yes. That's dope. That's some really exciting stuff happening during the quarantine. Oh, really? Yeah. You should feel good. Yes, that's really good. Okay, y'all. Well, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform that you listen into this on right now. If you love Colored Couch Conversations, make sure to tell someone about the show, honey. Okay, don't be selfish. You can follow us on Instagram at Colored Couch Conversations and watch the show or my reactions and um, Ashley on a video on my YouTube channel. That's Comedian Jasmine W on YouTube. And my first name is spelled J-A-Z-M-Y-N. Thanks to my dad. So it's really hard to find me. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you so much, Ashley, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And this was fun. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.